Hey, what's going on, Brooke? How are you? Not much. How are you doing? Excellent. And hey, everybody out there, thank you all so much for joining us today. It's been a little while and we do apologize, but, you know, honestly, it might just be that's how we go about it now. It's just like when we can get on, we get on because, you know, life's kind of crazy right now. But we have so much to talk about. (laughs) Brooke and I were just kind of going over a few things there and, and it's a ton. So no doubt you guys are all feeling a lot right now. Brooks getting a ton of information. No, no doubt you guys are all getting a lot of information. And uh, so we'll get right to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, since you just said that, yeah. I do have something I can go right into. <laughs> no, you've, no. Got, you've got such great stuff. And I'm, so like Chris said, you know, I'm sure everybody's feeling it. And I know that we've been saying this a lot. Well, something that just came to me this week in the form of the most annoying children's song ever, that if you watch TikTok or you have kids under a certain age, you are gonna know what I'm getting ready to say. And if you hear the song, you wanna smack your head up against the wall. But my guides brought this to my attention. So, well, first off, just know that songs that you hear or movies that you see, you have to realize that when these people are writing them, it is streams of consciousness coming in. You know, the way a song is written, they're they're sitting alone in a room or with other people and they're stilling their mind. So a lot of these songs are channeling more or less. And streams of consciousness coming in. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So another thing that's hard to explain to people, I could never grasp the whole timeline thing about all the timelines going into one. And the fact is, is a song or movie could have come come out in the 60s. But if you're watching it today, that's when you are made to watch it in your now time. That's when you are made to hear it in your now time. And it's just as relevant at the now time that you're hearing it, just like podcasts. You can go back to, you know, something can come across your screen and you might not want to watch it because it says 1999 and you want to know what's happening now. Don't discount it because it could be that you are made to watch that in your now to know what is going on. Yep. So we've been saying... So here's the song. Are you ready? And I know it is so annoying. Please do not listen to it. It'll be stuck in your head in an annoying fashion. Just look up the lyrics if you want to hear it again. It's the Backyardigans. And the song is, if if you're on TikTok or have a kid, into the thick of it, into the thick of it. So that's the song. Chris isn't getting it, but somebody out there is getting it. They're going, oh my gosh. So the other day I was thinking about like what's going on and in my head they said look up the song and I'm like no I'm not what I'm not looking up the stupid backyard again song I'm not doing it and it kept beating me look up the song look up the song so glad I did this is exactly what we're going through right now this is some deep backyard ish right here you ready <laughs> here we go into the thick of it which is what we're in they say that three times. And at the end, the character kind of goes, oh, you know, like, ugh. We're tramping through the bush. On and on we push into the thick of it. But we can't see where we're going. So, yeah, it's like we're pushing. And I know that a lot of us are saying there's good things coming. But really, we, we can't see it yet. You know, we can't see where we're going. We've made a stellar start to find our jungle's heart. So, you know, whether you want to look at that by, you know, finding spirit, finding humanity's heart, finding Gaia's heart, you know, finding your own, 
finding your own, especially. Um, but if all we find is nothing, if we can't see, oh, but all we find is nothing, we can't see where we're going. Into the thick of it three times, but we can't see where we're going. The jungle's kind of tricky. The path is never straight. And sometimes there's no path at all, which makes it hard to navigate, right? Although the jungle is thick, we're moving through it quick, which a couple of days before this, I did a channeled writing that they were saying that we are progressing so fast, you know, so that went along with that also. Um, uh, the jungle's kind of thick, we're moving through it quick, but that won't do us any good if we're going around in circles. So that's what a lot of us are doing. We're doing these same lessons over and over again and doing the same loop because we haven't figured out how to get it, get out of that yet. These same cycles of not seeing what they're trying to show us and we keep going around in circles. Um, but that won't do us any good if we're going around in circles. Into the thick of it three times, we're going around in circles. Ugh. These trees look so familiar. We've been here once before. You're right, except it wasn't once, it was three times or four. Mm -hmm. So pretty awesome. We know we've been here before. Um, then it ends with stuck in the thick of it three times. We've gone round in circles. And so that is it. We are being bombarded with energies that are testing us. And they keep giving this to us, giving us, and it's what it is. You're looking at it like it's bad. Thank you. Thank them that they are giving you this opportunity over and over and over again. They keep giving us this opportunity to get out of it. I had a day last week where I was like, there was no doubt it was testing. All that could go awry went awry. Like it was obvious. Like it was, this day was so obvious. I have to say, I think I fared pretty well. I didn't yell at anybody that day. I didn't do, you know, I, I knew I was being tested. I chose that 5D choice, you know, to where at any given point during that day, I could have made that 3D choice, you know, so I kept that timeline at the higher timeline that day, mm -hmm. but we are going to keep getting tested with this beautiful opportunity they're giving us, showing us the same fault again and again that we are stuck in. They want us to get out of it. Okay, that's it. That ties in beautifully to one of the first topics that I had and that I got, and that is the healing process, which is so amazing. So like, I mean, you can look at that in a number of different ways, healing being one thing, karmic, um, karmic energies, balancing energies, you know, you could look at that in a number of different ways. Yeah. And it is a, it, it is a very, very profound, um, uh, song actually it's funny that yes. you know that we're talking about how pro how, how profound a, a, a you know a kid's song could be but it, there's yeah. a lot of truth there and a lot of a lot of like spiritual wisdom if we just choose to look at it you know yeah look at it for the wisdom that's that that it it gives us rather than that it is just a child song because there's a lot there and just like kids you know that we can get a lot of uh, wisdom from kids oh yes but if we look at that from a healing's perspective, when we are consciously going through, like if we know that we need to heal from something, whatever it is, that wound being in this lifetime, another lifetime, but we know we're going through it. I, we have found that there are three phases 
to that healing process. And your song, Brooke, ties into that so beautifully because they keep going with the three, with the three and that we're in the thick of it, right? And if we don't make a conscious effort to break that cycle and the rise above, then we're just going to keep going in that cycle. And the three phases of the healing process are one, to, um, again, these are conscious healing aspects. So like aspects of healing that we are aware of. So within me, I know there are some things that I need to heal from. And I first is acknowledging that, acknowledging that we do need to heal. Two is once we notice and acknowledge that aspect that needs to be healed is two is actually doing something to move in that direction. Yes. Which, which, which again, I feel like ties into your song so beautifully in that, you know, we're in the thick of it and we're going to just keep experiencing it. Now, once we move in the direction of healing, we make the conscious effort to, okay, I want to heal. And, and then, then we do, we, we make movements, we do movements that allow that energy to move. Then that's going to start to happen. And the third and final phase of the healing process is when, because what we're doing at that moment in time is removing aspects of the, the ego mind. You know, when we're healing and we're trying to break that cycle, it's the ego mind that's trying to put us and keep us in that cycle. And when, when we acknowledge that and, 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 and make movements to move in a higher vibrational way, then the ego will continuously for a bit there after that we'll try to see how deep that healing went did it yeah. really go as deep as you think it did and it'll the feelings will keep coming up and if you didn't truly heal and if you didn't truly rise in vibration above that situation and then you could get sucked right back into it and actually yeah. have to go through that process again yeah and I can think of times these last couple of months that there's something that I thought I beat and I was feeling pretty good about it, but the ego came back to prove to me that I hadn't yet. I'm like, gosh, darn it me. And then, but I was aware of it. So each time I was able to be more aware of it. And like, now I'll think back and I'll go, oh my gosh, that doesn't even exist in me anymore. So it really is gone. Yeah. You know, so it does take a couple of times for us to, you know, be aware and then realize what's going on and then to take that time for the ego to test us to see if we really did. And then, you know, to finally realize one day of, oh my gosh, I really did, did beat it because I don't even think about that anymore, you yeah. know, or I haven't reacted like that anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of it's, a lot of it's our reactions is how we know if we've healed from something or not. Yeah. So as soon as you realize you're being triggered, you're like, oh, okay not healed yet <laughs> exactly well well i you know what though honestly i don't know because okay i might i might put a different spin on that one if you don't okay. mind and i'll no, tell you great. why so i had a situation that happened a couple weeks ago where this guy i had an issue with about 12 years ago now since that that time we were good we everything was good we've since 12 like 12 years ago we had an issue that we, uh, you know, it was, there was some anger involved. And then after that, we, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to tell you. All right. My ex, my ex-wife, I caught her with another guy. Okay. And I was angry when that situation happened. Well, 
and you know, I said some things to him that weren't very nice. At did the you time. did you know him? No, I didn't. Like, did you know him before this? No, not at all. Okay. Never met him. And okay. then after everything happened, um, it took me it took me a little while, but eventually I got over it, and to the point that we actually went on vacations together because of my son, you know, um, him and my ex got together and they married, but then I married as well. And, and, and when, when that, when, when that happened, we, I went to them and said, listen, we, you know, we need, I, I need to get over this myself, but let's come together for the betterment of, of my son. And really let's, let's, do you know let's let's just be cordial and we we ended up being in cars for like over 24 hours driving to different military bases that my son would go to yeah and see him graduate different different aspects of the marine corps and then or see him when he came home from a deployment we were all there together we stayed in in the same hotel we ate breakfast together dinners all this with this same guy that was that was well, 12 years ago was the incident. And then over that course of time, we have had many, many shared many uh, uh, times together. Well, two weeks ago, I went to talk to my son at their house. He was at his mom's house and I went to go and I knocked on the door to go talk to him. Now, again, we've been very, very good. So I'm talking to my son outside. Didn't even try to go in the house, even though I thought we were good. We're outside. And this guy comes out and he goes, don't come to my house anymore. And I went, well, what are you talking about? What's going on, brother? Like, yeah. how are you doing? And he goes, yeah. no, don't come to my house anymore. And I looked at him like, what are you doing? We've been cool for like yeah. 10 years. And he goes, don't you remember 10, 10 years ago? He was talking about the first incident when like one of the first times I met him after that situation. Wow. And I literally turned to this guy and I went, you still live there like that so still live something there. has resurfaced in him <clears throat> and something has resurfaced and even all that time it was never even when you found out that your wife was cheating with this man this feelings you had were never really about that man because you didn't even know him yeah. It was about the situation. Exactly. And it was about, like we talked before about some of the things with like, you know, feeling that love unreceived, feeling that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was more about that. So now it makes me wonder what he, what battle he's fighting right now. Exactly. That, that is being like, so we know it has nothing to do with you. You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. But what is it? about that situation of a feeling that's coming up in him that he has to face something in the mirror right now. Exactly. But the point of this is the fact that, okay, so I was hit with this situation. Now I could respond to this in multiple ways. Right. One of which is to get angry, get aggressive. Yes. And the other is to rise above and be the better person in this situation, which I did choose. But it affected me greatly because in the moment I'm was not very happy and did not completely baffled as to what was going on. But it was at that moment that this three phase healing started to come to me where above was saying, okay, 
it is now your time to truly heal from that situation. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like they were revealing to me now is the time to like, okay. Cause I'm sitting there going, all right, I might have some deep seated healing that I still haven't take that still hasn't taken place. Yes. So, so I said at that moment, I was like, okay, I get what you're, I get what's happening. And then I said, all right, now I'm choosing to heal fully from this. Yeah. I'm letting it go. And I did, I, so I made sure to move energy and I did that through, uh, meditations and, and literally just transmuting all that energy in me into light and love. And then, but after I did that, I could see the ego mind continuously throwing that emotion back up into me. And I'm like, and, and, and I knew what it was trying to do. It wanted me to hold on to it so badly. Yes. And, and I, and I knew I was going to see him again very, very soon. And yeah. I was like, all right, I have a choice here, you know, stay in that vibration, low vibration or rise above and continue to rise. And the ego mind wanted me to go and confront again. Now yeah. I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm done. I'm healed. I don't need to be in that anymore. And well, so this is where I say, I always say, don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. You know, no matter some energy came into him that that moment to be the messenger yeah. to dig this out. Yep. And this is why I say when people talk about star seeds and light workers, they think that if we're not completely love and light, that we're lying about what we say we are. Mm -hmm. Sometimes energy hits us. And like I've said things to people and I've gotten to move with people that I don't know where it comes from. I was just being used as the messenger to pull something out of that person. You know what I mean? So there's mm -hmm. times that what seems to be a negative energy, you know, that may have entered him as you got there. Cause I don't think, I don't feel like it was something that he sat and thought about, or especially if you guys have done these things, it was an energy that hit him at that time that he mm -hmm. felt that way in that moment yep. that he was used as a messenger yep. to check you on that. You know, mm -hmm. he doesn't know this, you know, yeah. we don't know this when we're being used as the messenger. Sometimes we're like, Oh my God, I'm never that negative. Why did I just do that? Yep. Sometimes we're an energy uses us to help heal another person. Yeah. But the but but it's like your song says, you know, if we're in the thick of it and if we don't change course, if we don't we don't know where we're going, yeah, if we don't handle this in a proper way. We're just going to it's just going to keep cycling back. Yeah. It's just like your song says, you know, and that is exactly what the ego mind does. It yeah. will continue to 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 hit you with that with that energy to see, OK, do I still have it in here? Can I yeah. still use it? And when I tell you guys, when when they say the ego mind is conscious, I'm man, I cannot say that enough. The ego mind is so conscious. It knows what it's doing. It knows yeah. what your weaknesses are and it wants to it wants to use them. And at that moment in time, it tried yeah. to use it. Yeah. Yep. Gave me an opportunity to heal, though. And then they revealed yes. those three phase healings. And that's why I say even the darkness comes from the light, because as much as we give that ego a bad name, it is serving a purpose for the light by yep. giving us these opportunities to to yep. be tested and to rise above and keep pushing forward. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. So it was it was a tremendous growing opportunity for me. And one where they revealed a lot about the healing aspects and 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 how we overcome it and how the ego mind tries to leverage it 
you know, to keep you sucked into it, you know? So see, now I feel like you have a taste of my world. Cause like I said, they show me more through like physical hear things than I get told. You know what I mean? So that was one of those lessons that you learn in real life. You know what I mean? As you're getting the download on, you know, that it goes along with that story. Yep. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Agree. However, I do know there are other aspects of healing that are deep. Now, there are some people now now that now that again is the conscious healing. There are some healings that are unconscious, that are so deep rooted, deeply rooted in your lifetimes, in your lineage of lifetimes that have not been healed over many lifetimes that sometimes people don't even realize it. And when that kind of healing happens, it can develop in an extremely profound and a very, very un, um, like you don't even know it's coming. And then it hits you so hard. And I, and I have a story about that. I have a friend, um, that, uh, she was, didn't, didn't even know she had all this healing going on. She was, she met a, she met, uh, someone that introduced her to oils and then, she had a friend that she was going to um, where she had these uh, she had this rash on her legs and she didn't understand what the rash was from. And coincidentally, she was going to this woman that introduced her to oils. Well, at one one time she went to this uh, as a as a one of the friends, I think it was the woman that introduced her to oils asked her to come to a location just to have this kind of healing going on, this healing seminar or something like that. It was, and they had her on the table and she couldn't even go through the process because this healing came up out of nowhere. And she felt this desire to run over to a cross of Jesus. And she said, I had to sit or kneel to uh i think it was the the i forget left or right but she had to uh go to the one side of the cross and she just wept at the cross when it was done she had all of these black spot patches all over her face that were physically visible by everybody there yeah and when it was all done she realized and with the guidance of the people that she was with that that was how deep the healing process was within her and and it literally took uh some time to go away like she really had to work at this healing process that she didn't even know what it was she was experiencing she just felt this profound healing was transpiring and it 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 presented itself physically in her energy that people could see that's crazy that's awesome because the thing i got while you were saying that was you specifically said that she went to one side of the cross yes and that goes along with what we were saying about this side of the cross being the past present future Mm -hmm. you know and that Mm. it was like it was like i was hearing when you said she went to one side Mm -hmm. i was hearing that she went to the past wow you know what I mean? So wow. that she dug up something from a past mm-hmm. life that had to be healed. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's absolutely, absolutely correct. Yes. Yeah. Because it was the past, a past life. It had nothing to do with this life. She knows yeah. that 
I know that, you know, we've been, and then got to, since we don't know what it was she had to heal from, she actually like manifested it physically Mm -hmm. and then had that to heal. Oh, that's yo, Brooke. That is, that is some intuitive stuff right there. That's man. I've been on fire lately. You are. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. That is awesome. Good stuff. Well, I know she listens to the podcast, so yeah, you're listening. But that was a past. She went to a past wound, and it came up. You know, because we don't know. We don't know what happened when we were with the Hopi tribe. We don't know what happened when we were in Atlantis. We don't know what you know. We don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, some of us have been burned at a stake. Some of us have been stabbed in protest. Some of us have been like we don't know. Do you, you wanna, know, you want to know something crazy? What? She that's what happened. She was burned at a stake. No, no kidding. Crazy. Yeah. And I mentioned the killed at protest because apparently somebody said I was some leader of some women's rights thing. And that's literally why I died in one of my lifetimes. Wow. But yeah. And that's why I say, and speaking of the people that were burned at the stake, these were our star seeds and our light workers then. Mm-hmm. And yes. you know, they weren't even the name witch came about as a derogatory term from these people trying to make people afraid of these people. Mm-hmm. And really, it's funny that we've never questioned the people that score around killing people. We, we still act like we're afraid mm-hmm. of witches, you know, but these were our healers then these were our and people did not understand it and nor did they want to because even back then they don't want to know that there's a natural cure people are trying to make money off starting the pharmaceutical industry even way back then you know and so yeah we've always been taken out until now when there's too many of us Mm -hmm. try it (laughs) try it now can't get us all Such so profound, man. That that's really man, that that intuitive guidance that you just issued there was was spot on and wow, deep. That's awesome. I've been trying to be open. And I guess I have been open because I've just been getting a lot lately. So (laughs) yeah. I don't look at anything that you just said there as like coincidental or accidental, like that burned at the stake and stuff like that. I feel like, and like I said, even the fact that you specifically said she went to a side of the cross, which is what triggered that. So yeah, it's just, we, we got the mojo working today. They're here. (laughs) That's awesome. So, all right. Well, that, so that's what, that's one of the topics that, that I specifically wanted to talk about that healing. So so guys, it's all about ladies, gentlemen, it's all about that acknowledgement and then moving in a direction to heal and then knowing that the ego mind is going to try to test you to see, okay, just how much did you heal from this? And it's going to try to keep getting you back. So, you know, hopefully you make high vibrational decisions to rise above and, and to break that cycle. It will break. And I encourage you greatly to not be in the ego mind thinking that you need revenge or you need, you know, somebody to experience pain, knowing that it's their pain is irrelevant. It is your pain that needs the healing and um, moving on from there. Um, The one thing I can tie into that is a lot has been hit me last week as we're in a time now where our biggest message you hear all over right now is love yourself, love yourself, love yourself, you know, and, and yes, but then, and for some of us, that's, that's easier than others. <clears throat> so I was like, I got to be able to tell people, like, how do you do that? 
I can't just go up to you and go, Hey, Chris, love yourself right now. Mm-hmm. You know, well, maybe you can, you know what I mean? And you probably are at a point where you can find that love for yourself, but you go up to some people, they don't have it. So I'm like, there has to be steps before that. Mm-hmm. So what I came up with was, and I was talking to my son's girlfriend with this. And I was like, all right, I have two things. And I was like, I feel like they're kind of one and the same. And I was like, first we, I said, and I don't know which one would go first. And I was like, we have accept yourself and understand yourself. And so her being a trauma child, she went, there's definitely a first and it's to first understand. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. So I said, we'll put that first. So to end up getting to a point where you can love yourself, try to understand yourself, to think about those things that you do that you're not happy with, you know, because clearly if we don't love ourselves, there's something that we're doing that we don't think is okay. Mm-hmm. So like for myself, I could say, um, my anger. So then I would go, okay, Brooke, let's try to understand your anger. What is it you're getting angry at? And if I look back, I can go, wow, most of my anger started when there was like an unjust situation happening or when there was a negative energy occurring. So, wow. Now I understand that the things I was getting angry at, like I used to just hate myself for my anger. But now I understand that the things I was getting angry at really were almost like a justified anger. And I was angry for like a good reason, mm-hmm. you know, so now I can accept that. So I move on to acceptance of that part of me and then, you know, will eventually lead to love. But um, I only have so many things to think of for myself, but I'm sure anybody listening can think of something in them that keeps them from loving themselves, whether it's your anger or your sadness or you know, um, your shame, your guilt, your fear. But if you look at that and try start trying to understand why do I, you know, understand yourself? Why do I do that? Why don't I do that? And once you look at yourself and some of you may even look at, look at other people with understanding, mm-hmm. but for some reason, some of us can't look at ourselves, with that same understanding, yep. you know, so maybe even put yourself out there. Like if this was another person, wouldn't I not want them to feel this way? Wouldn't I understand that they were this way because this happened to them or that happened to them. So first start with the understanding and then that's going to help you to accept yourself more, which will lead to self-love. But I just feel like we've been throwing out there so much for people just, Hey, love yourself. Hey, love yourself. Hey, self-love. But we haven't really given people the tools to look at that and go, well, how do I do that? Do you think now, do you think, do you think you could reverse them? Like, do you think you could accept the fact first? I, I definitely I feel know. like it. Yeah. I definitely feel like it could be interchangeable. Okay. You know, I def, I, I definitely felt that way, but like I said, it was just the two people I talked to mm-hmm. who have had, like I said, my trauma that I've had in me did not come from this life or did not come from me. It came from in here or it came from something in the past. So the two people that I know that I've had trauma in this life were the ones that like, I feel like it's interchangeable, but they were the ones that go, now we start with understanding, Mm. you know? Love it. I mean, I love that. I love it either way. It's awesome. And at the, yeah. And at the same time, just know that there's that that acceptance and understanding that it has to happen. And Hey, whatever works for you to work through that, you might go back and forth with the both of them. Yep. You know what I mean? So I do feel like in a way it's kind of going to be interchangeable. Yeah. I mean, introspection, anytime we're willing to go within to, to 
to observe and you know investigate i feel like it's such a it's such a great start for somebody so i i love the steps i was just curious yeah. about that I, it's it's a it's such an approach it's a, it's a great experience when you're willing to go within you know and yeah. to really start owning our own feelings rather than to place it on everything else you know that's outside of us um I feel like that. And it's also part of that whole healing process. You know, what is it within me that I need to check if you will, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because that's you're right. Said, just, no, go that's ahead. just what's been going in my head. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Exactly. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It all starts with us. So, all right. Well, um, so what ladies and gentlemen and and, and i apologize because we did get into things very very quick yeah we have a number of topics that we would really like to get to and and not in any specific order and really the way that we're trying to do these podcasts anymore is to try to um incorporate a number of different topics into them rather than just one topic the whole time so we we discuss some healing aspects and the 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 backyard again song and and how in depth some of these songs and different like could be movies or whatever hit us and it just was like so profound in in so many different levels um it's good to you know when you find a connection it's it's really good to to get in there and then obviously the healing aspects that we discussed so there are some other things that i have and i know brooke i'm pretty sure you do as well yeah it's i mean these things are here but it's it's i feel like I don't know. I feel like we're just flying through them. So I know that you said you had another story. So, yeah. Well, all right. So I had those two healing ones, but the other one, and this might be a little, it's a, it's a different, com it's a completely different topic, I think, but sacrifice, it's something that keeps coming up within me and how, how beneficial that could be for us. Um, yes. And now when we say sacrifice, I'm going to give you a, I know we talked about this several, several podcasts ago and I'll share something with you. Like before I do a session with somebody, some of the, some of what I sacrifice for that session is I won't drink alcohol 24 hours before a session. I won't. And uh, a few hours before the session, I'll stop eating. Or if I do eat, it'll be something very, very small, a couple of grapes, uh, something that's very light, typically fruit, um, so that I can stay very light in my and, and allow that connection to strengthen. And these are just some of the things that I will sacrifice for my connection. But connection can be a number of different things. And I know people that will, oh, red meat. I've given up red meat because I know that that sits on me heavy and yeah. I'd like to be light because I know at any given moment I can channel and I just like that connection. And what I will tell you though, is anything that you are willing to sacrifice for the highest and greatest good of yourself and the connection that you want is such a tremendous amount of, of energy that you are putting towards a, towards your connection. And yeah. thus that connection will strengthen. And I really just want to bring that up. Like if you guys are willing to, to sacrifice something and the sacrifice could even be your anger, your frustration, your sadness in terms of like, whether it be healing, um, 
that is such a tremendous amount of energy and it will benefit you greatly if you're able to or desire to to put something of uh like a sacrificial lamb you know towards the heavenly realm so that you can begin to raise your vibrations in some way caffeine is another thing that i've really tried to limit as much as i can i won't do it i will not sacrifice the caffeine (laughs) (laughs) i didn't say i gave it up i just said i try to limit it yeah i had a coffee after work today you know hey um but I'm just, I'm just glad, you know, these, these journeys are very personal totally. and I'm just very glad that they've never asked me to give up like sugar and caffeine. Yeah. Only thing they tell me is, Oh my God, girl, would you drink some water? Oh, wow. Yeah. So they're like, the we're step. not even going there for her on coffee and sugar. Like we can't even get this girl to drink water. Well, and yo, so like that, but that's like something that's so right there. I would look at that as, okay, if you were to sacrifice your desire not to, and actually drink more, you know, like to me, how I look at, okay, I look at that, what they're telling you right there as step one. And that's like your song where we don't know where they're going. Your backyard again song speaks so heavily right there in that. Yeah. Because they're like, hey, drink more water. You don't know what's going to happen after you drink more water. Are you willing to sacrifice your ego minds like, "Eh, I don't know if I want to and say, okay, I'm going to because that's what they're asking. And then who knows what's going to blow up after that and how far you could possibly go. Yes. And that's exactly what I'm referring to right there, because I agree with you. But there are so many levels of sacrifice in different ways. Exactly. Like, you know, we, a lot of us that follow some spiritual teachings, we're almost made to think that if we're not just sweet and appeasing all the time that, you know, and so when I say the sacrifice that might have to come sometimes with discernment being used, there's times that relationships will be sacrificed. If there is something that you know that that other person needs to hear, not because you're trying to hurt them, not because something in you was trying to make you hurt them, but because you know they need to hear something. And um, and that's a a tricky line. Like things like this, I don't like to say because there's such a tricky line with that. Because it's like... um, like, okay, like I know my mom shouldn't be watching a news channel. Does that mean I'm going to like, I'm going to sacrifice our peace for me to yell at her about it. That would be a no, that that's not something you would use that sacrifice for. Um, but it could be that you see a friend that needs to be doing something else. Cause you know, they need this like to make their life move forward. And you know that they need to have something cleared from them. And that one thing that you might say that you've always walked on eggshells with, with that friend or family member, and you finally bring that up for it to kind of explode, but it will end up moving that other person. I guess the other example that came on my head of like a better example as, um, you know, my husband and I, we're not fighters. We don't, you know, we don't bicker. We don't fight. We don't, but it doesn't mean that there doesn't come a time, like maybe like once or twice a year that I can keep going, Oh no, I'm fine. Or he can keep going, Oh no, I'm fine. And then somewhere along the lines a resentment is being built mm-hmm. to where there might be that time of one time, two times a year that when I feel that there's something that has to be said, 
you know, because he is acting a certain way, I finally go, let's go, let's get this on. You know what I mean? And I will say something to get it started. But throughout this, throughout both of us, there is a clearing, there is a healing. And every time this happens, we move forward afterwards so much stronger and so much better. Mm -hmm. But there are just times that we are the ones that will draw something out of some, somebody else. Mm -hmm. As we have to sacrifice that peace for a moment, if it's something that we know has to happen to move us forward and past a, past a point for a greater good. Yep. Yes. And, and what I will tell you, too, is that I, I hope it doesn't come across that I'm saying, like, you have to give up sugar or caffeine or whatever. No. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm yeah. just saying whatever it is you sacrifice yes. in whatever way you want to sacrifice yes. it is a lot of power. And if you're doing it for the highest and greatest good of yourself yes. and your relationship, then there's a lot of there's a lot of light there. That's yes, all. because some of us that are so busy, busy, busy to sit still for a few minutes, we're sacrificing our time. Exactly. You know, exactly. and so there's, like I said, this, the sacrifice thing can go so many ways on so many levels. Yeah. You know, Yeah, you're right, Brooke. Like a mother, you're like you, you know, like you come home from work and you're and you say to yourself, I, OK, I want to spend time with my kids. And that's awesome. Obviously, I that's a, gr a good parent would want to do that. But. Are you willing to sacrifice a couple minutes to take yourself and just quiet your mind for a moment so that you can, you know, connect to, well, connect to your inner peace or connect to above whatever it is you want to do in that 15 minutes? Like, are you willing to sacrifice that 15 minutes to do that? Yeah. And that's something we do need to do because I can walk in the store and go, oh, I, I've already got my day planned and I got to spend time with the kids right now and I can mm -hmm. spend an hour with them while I'm in a mood and while I'm kind of like annoyed that I'm spending time with them or I can give myself five, 10, even 30 minutes mm -hmm. and have a half an hour with them that was loving and comfortable and peaceful, yep. you know? So it's like a lot of us just keep trying to plow to that next thing, plow to that next thing, but we don't realize that the quality that we're spending with people, it, we would have we would have been better off to sacrifice a little bit of time and get our heads on straight. Exactly. You know, it's like 15 minutes of love with somebody sure beats an hour of being annoyed and leaving that with somebody. Exactly. That's you know? exactly right. So, so yeah, and that's just a reoccurring message that I keep getting. That sacrifice is very a very powerful, highly energetic way of you know, connecting because you're it's it's a it's a movement that you're doing. It's like the triangle. You know, you have the the thought, the the uh, thought and feeling, the speech and the action that sacrifice is an action that we could do to tie those three corners together to just really amplify that energy. So, yeah, uh, something that kept coming up for me. So did you say you had another story, didn't you? Or did I miss that somehow? Yeah, no, it was the astral projection one. Yes. I want to hear that. That is freaking crazy. All right, guys. So I've been astro projection for projecting for quite some time now, and I didn't actually realize that I was doing that. And it was validated this past week. And holy moly, the amount of information that happened. Now, Brooke, you said something earlier where these downloads that you get 
they they only happen for like a couple of seconds, but the amount of information that comes through them is tremendous. Yes. Astro yeah. projection. I, I feel like I even feel like when I said three seconds, I feel like that was even stretching it. Yep. When this information is dropped in, it's like this, but exactly. they give me beginning, middle, end, and almost answer any question that somebody would have mm-hmm. about that in between. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Brooke, you are exactly right. And ladies and gentlemen, please understand what Brooke just said and how deep that is. Because sometimes, a lot of times, these conversations, these the, the, the loads of information that we get from the spiritual realm only take a few seconds. It's not like you're going to sit there for an entire day having a conversation with, with the spiritual realm. They're going to give you that information quick. And astral projection was the exact, was that exact thing. And yet so much came from it. So I was doing work. I'll tell you the story. I was doing work energetically at three o'clock in the morning on a friend of mine. I've been doing a lot of energy work on people lately because we're getting, there's just so much stuff happening. So three o'clock in the morning, I'm doing light work. And all of a sudden I found myself in their bedroom. Now this is a bedroom I've never been in, but I knew I was there. Now, while I'm in the bedroom, all of a sudden I saw an entity, a spirit. I saw the spirit there and I'm, and I, look at him and the guy turns to me and he goes hey chris and i'm like okay hey how are you and he says hey thank you for the work that you're doing because i was there i was doing light work on this person and when i astro projected to the location not even realizing that i was doing that i see the spirit the spirit says to me acknowledges me and then thanks me for doing the work. Now, at that moment, I saw a corner of the room that he was in. I saw a rocking chair and I saw him sitting on the rocking chair, leaning on it with his elbows on his knees. And that's how he was talking to me from that position. Now, the next morning, this is where all the validation comes in. And I'll tell you how I got so much information from this. I go to my friend and I say, hey, this is the situation that happened and I painted it all for her. And I, and I said, I saw him in a rocking chair and this is, and this is the corner of the room that he was in. She confirmed to me that, uh, yes, that is, there is a rocking chair in that corner. And that was his favorite rocking chair that he used to spend a lot of time in. Wow. In that corner. Yeah. Yeah. Now it gets better. Because a couple of things. First is I was at physically at my house at the time that I was doing this work, but consciously astro projecting myself to this location, this spirit picked up on what I was doing there. He knew exactly the work that I was doing. Now he knew I was doing light work and he thanked me for it. This is a spirit that was thanking me for the light work that I was doing at my house at that very moment in time. You see when I'm going here? Yes. So this spirit knew what I was doing, picked up on it and communicated to me what I was doing at that moment. So what all happened there was my consciousness went to this location, 
picked up on another consciousness that was there. That consciousness picked up on the work that I was doing there and acknowledged the power which it was doing. So, go ahead. That 100% ties into what I was talking about earlier. So you got, you got to almost, even though it was a mental experience, but it's almost like you had the physical, you did have like a physical experience where you got to like see how this all goes down. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But this is exactly what happens for any of us putting out an intention for another person. Yes. A prayer for another person. Exactly. Like that is like, so what Chris got to like experience and actually see and remember, that is what happens for all of us when we think about somebody and we truly are sending love to them and light to them. That is exactly what we're doing, you know, but you got, to, you got to have this story to kind of show us in more of like a, you know, like a real, almost just confirming way that, yep. yeah, man, that is what's happening. Exactly. And I'll go a step further for you too, okay. because I said, I've been doing this for a while. It just was validated just recently. And I'll tell you why. So I'm going to be straight with you guys. We've talked before about building your spiritual support team, right? Even including animals and the energy that some animals have, you know, like, you know, you guys know about spirit animals, spirit totems. You guys know that. Well, I don't know if many of you know, but the hawk is my spirit animal. And I will leverage the hawk's perspective because the, the hawk carries about three different messages. And because it's my spirit animal, but you can, it doesn't have to be your spirit animal to call upon them and yes. use its energy. Yeah. Because your spirit animal can change whatever one is dealing with the kind of situation you're dealing with might be the one that shows up at that time. Exactly. Yeah. That's what a spirit animal is. A spirit animal is one that presents itself at that moment in time to help you with that given situation. A spirit yeah. totem, a spirit totem is one that you is part of like part of like your lineage. You know, it's part of it's it's actually the spirit totem. The spirit animal comes to you in any given moment to help you at that given moment. The spirit yeah. totem is one that you are almost like aligned with. So, okay. So my spirit totem is a hawk. Anyway, I regularly will call upon the spirit of the hawk to help me with raising my vibration and perspective. So I will call upon the hawk so that I can see a deeper meaning to the situation so right. in the situation that i painted earlier i called the hawk to say hey give me a better understanding of why this is happening and that is when i got those three phases of healing it was because i called that hawk now, yes why i'm telling you all of this is because guys you are there's so much happening on the spiritual realm i have seen hawks in Okay, so I'm telling you, I have astro projected two hawks. Hawks are picking up on the spirit world, and we don't even know it. And I'll tell you that because there have been so many times that I have seen, like, it'll be like I can see myself in the sky moving, right? I can see clouds. I can see trees. I can see movement, right? And and I've come to find out that I'm astro projecting at these moments. And what happens is... I can see a hawk on a tree 
And it's because I call them so much. I literally visualize myself connecting to every hawk in my area. Yeah. And what happens is I will start to come up to this hawk and I can see it on the tree and a hawk will literally look at me and then fly away. But it's because it is picking up on my consciousness at that moment. Yes. Guys, you are doing that as well. Yes. It's like Brooke said, I just consciously, I just am getting that communication back now. Everybody is doing, we are all holding so much power that that you guys have no idea of. This isn't just people like me or Chris or it's only, we were just aware of it. We were just aware of it and kept tapping into it. Like anything that Chris and I say or do, it's, it's something anybody can actually do if you're just being more aware and being more in tune. Um, like I said, when it comes to channeling and downloads, believe me, you guys are getting them. 100%. Now, I don't know if you're ignoring them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're recognizing them or aware that you're getting them, but you are. I promise you are. Every, each and every person right now is getting something. Mm-hmm. And those that have been aware and are more aware, they know that this is amplifying. Yep. Absolutely. You know, it's um, yeah, because I was telling you about the woman at my school who, you know, saw you know, a ghost. And I brought up to her, I was like, I was like, yeah, this isn't your first time. You know what I mean? You're talking about full color apparition. Like you've done, she's like, how, how why would you say that? And I'm like, you know, to see a full color apparition. Like, for the, she's like, yeah, I've been doing it since I was a kid, but like, I don't really tell anybody that stuff. And I was like, all right. I said, well, let me ask you something. I was like this last year, cause she doesn't talk to anybody about this. She knows nothing about this. She doesn't even know, people know about anything. I was like, this last year, have you realized that you've been seeing more? And she's like, why do you say that? She's like, yes, yes. She's like, and hearing more. And, you know, so it's like I said, her, she kind of confirmed that her gifts are amplifying. And a lot of people are confirming that like, yeah, like people that have no idea that don't even know about this game that you and I have been talking about, like for a long time, they have no idea about these new energies. They have no idea, but we're able to confirm that. Yeah, I am seeing more and I'm hearing more, you know? Mm -hmm. So it is, it's amplifying for all of us. It is. And the reason that I wanted to bring that up is because I want you all to know that the work that you do in raising your vibration in healing is absolutely affecting this world. Yes. And the more that you do rise, the more love and light is put out there and the more somebody else is able to leverage that love and light that you just healed within you, somebody else can leverage it. We, Brooke and I, are just getting more and more validating aspects that are, I mean, that song, is honestly, it's really affected me. Dude, I hate that song so much that, like, I was, like, I was telling them, I argue with them all the time. I guess I'm not, I'm not very good sometimes. I argue with them all the time. I'm, like, I am not looking it up. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. definitely not listening to it. And they kept getting me and getting me. I'm, like, all right, fine. And I did. I was, like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so sorry. I don't even know why I question you guys like I do. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but, you know, we were talking about the times we're in, how hard it is, and keeping that vibration high. So even though we're telling you keep that vibration high, please do not be discouraged when it's your turn. Because with these energies... Your turn the what? These, the, um, 
your turn to have a day, ah, gotcha. your turn to be tested, mm. your turn to be down. So the way they explained it to me during the school year was, you know, because we all operate at different frequency, the energies that come in affect different frequencies at different times. Mm -hmm. So obviously we can't all be a mess at one time. Could yep. you imagine if we were all having a day on the same day, that would not be pretty. Mm -hmm. So basically when it's our turn for the upgrades and the testing and the downloads, which we may not feel good on those days, that's why there's others there holding the light for us. Mm -hmm. And so when we're out of having our day and we're back on our feet and we're picked up a little bit, that is when it is our turn to hold the light for the others that are going through their day and their test and their upgrades. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of just all taking turns right now, going through the thick of it while others are holding the light. And then yep. it's our turn to hold the light while they go through the thick of it. Yep. So when you're, you know, I don't want you to be discouraged if you're having a bad day thinking, oh my God, everybody said positive vibes, stay this, stay that. And don't beat yourself up. Let you have your day knowing that there are others out here that are holding the light for you on those days. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, so, so yeah. And Brooke and I are just providing you the, the examples of what she just said, you know, yeah. that, that, that's all we are doing. And, and, and to, to touch on a point that you and I Brooke have made a while ago, and that is you and your guides, your intuition, your spiritual support team are your best guides. So always trust in, like Brooke was just saying, like when she was kind of resisting that that urge to look that song up, you know, it's so important to, and and I thought that was such a great lesson, you know, for trusting, you know, them. Like yeah. you were just saying, that, that, that's, yeah. that, that's an awesome story. I really should know better by now, but I, uh, well, I am by nature not perfect. oppositional defiant. And there's, there's a big, there's a, Hey, but there is a, we are here for a reason. Like we exactly. have that spirit in us for a reason, because totally. if we don't, we won't push back on things. Exactly. So it's like, but my, my spirit is very oppositional, yep. you know, and, and I've seen the beauty. Like when I was younger, of course, my parents weren't happy with that. And maybe certain times at my job, people aren't happy with that. Um, and I don't mean it's hard, it's, it's hard to explain oppositional defiance because I will do anything for anybody, mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to doing, but there's just certain things that when it's said, I automatically think the, the other side of it, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it's mm -hmm. almost automatic that I'm the other side and I push back against what somebody else is doing almost to make them even realize why I was doing it. But it's almost the whole name of the game is it's making the other person think. And it's, I'm growing also because I might take a too far stance. I'm like, well, why did I go there? But it's just showing me that side too, to come back to the middle, mm -hmm. you know? So and that's the other thing now, guys, too. Like we said before, balance, balance, balance. Yep. We got to stay here in the middle. You know, we're, it's not us fighting and getting rid of the dark. It's us bringing the dark up. So mm -hmm. balance. Yep. And just to summarize too, on the, um, astro projection thing one point i wanted to get across was that don't ever diminish the work that you're doing and calling in these these animals and their energy and and the meanings that they have and the light work and the like the brook said the prayers the light work all that energy work that you do not only on yourself but other people is so powerful and what what we discussed today we're just validating aspects of how powerful that is 
So continue to do it, knowing that you are making a difference, not only for yourself, but for so many other people out there, continue to spread that love and that light and be it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's powerful and effective. Yeah. And your biggest cue to send that light. It happened to me the other night. I was sitting here and I kind of started a little bit complaining about another couple. And I was like, you know, like kind of what we had that they didn't, but then I went, whoa. So when you find yourself in a negative place, but you're talking about somebody else or that kind of thing, quickly stop that and turn that into light and go, you know what? Instead of talking about this couple, why would I do that? I want to send love to this couple. I want to send light to their situation. Mm -hmm. I want them to heal through each other. I want them, I mean, obviously if they're together, they are together for a reason. And whether it's something that's being worked out on a higher realm or it's something that they have to face in this lifetime, clearly like they are going through this together for a reason. So instead of let me talk about them, let me be the one to send light to that situation, understand that situation, healing to that situation. So that's like, you know, our biggest cue to kind of maybe send that prayer and send that energy is when we start thinking like a bad thought. And it could be you're thinking, oh, God, my kid's getting in a car tonight. I'm so nervous. That is your cue. That worry is the cue to send the light and love and protection there, you know, but never underestimate. Like I said, Chris saw it. He sees what happens when we do that. Mm -hmm. Never underestimate sending love and healing and sending a being to somebody else because it is happening yep and oh man can i share another story with you absolutely okay this is how powerful that that work is now i get calls all the time because one of the things that i do a lot is energy work on people or homes whatever i got a call i got a call recently from a farm and I'm not going to tell you where, but I've done work all over the country for different farms, different people, houses, whatever. I got a call recently on a, for a 26-acre farm that was having some energies that needed to be removed, if you will. And no kidding, I've been working on this place for about two weeks now. And I will tell you when, when this location first called me, People were going onto the property and the energy was palpable. You could feel it literally in your chest where you couldn't even breathe. I, I've been there and I felt it myself. It was dense. It was deep. And to show you, to tell you guys how powerful this work is in two weeks time, we have got, uh, first we were able to find out, I, you know, through the work that we do, you know, up there and through, you know, this light work that, that we do when we go to this location, uh, we were able to find a few entities that were there and remove them, but they were being held there by another entity that we were able to get rid of. Then there was this residual energy that was there. And we talked about residual energy a while ago, a couple, couple podcasts ago. It's a real thing. The residual energy is what now was people were feeling that was taking their breath away because it was so heavy. Wow. We have gotten it to the point now where before when you went onto the onto the property, you would feel it and it stayed there for as long as you stayed on that property. And it affected people physically. It was that dense. Wow. It is to the point now 
where people can go on there and they'll take a deep breath like, and then that's it. It's gone. Yeah. But that's how powerful this work is and how effective it is. If you like, it can't just be, okay, I'm going to do light work on something. And then it's, you know, it's gone. Like, yes, you can do that, but you have to start to incorporate this higher vibration in all aspects of your life. It can't just be, okay, I'm going to send light over here. I mean, yes, you can do that. But what I'm saying is you amplify the energy even more. So the more you sacrifice, the more you put energy towards that. Well, as you're talking, Chris, I tell you, like, thank you so much for your dedication and sacrifice to these situations because it is a lot like everything you're doing with school and that you are, when you get a call, like you are that dedicated and spend that much energy work on that. Like that is amazing. And that is not like, I don't do that. You know what I mean? Like I said, we all have our things though. You yes. know, we all have the way we do things, but thank you. Like you have truly like dedicated yourself in these situations and you have truly sacrificed for these situations. Like, you know, others of us do it in like a different way Mm -hmm. and there are many that do what you do, but like, yeah, I, you know, (laughs) I am one to give a quick thought of, you know, sending this there. I am one to give, you know, it's like, I can't think of, now I do say I am in continuous, like all throughout the day, mm-hmm. you know, a continuous mm-hmm. thought and prayer. But I mean, you really dedicate yourself to each of the projects that you get involved with. And that is just amazing. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that for sure. Definitely. But it it is because I care so much about you, all of you, you know, like really, really do. And obviously the connection to above because you, we've I've witnessed I've witnessed their power, their love, like the power of love. And when I say power, I don't mean like, oh, you know, like walking with your chest up high power. I mean, the power of love and what it can do and how it can change people. I've witnessed it firsthand. It is amazing. And I felt it. And I want all of you to feel it as well. And I just want to share some of the ways in which, you know, uh, I have felt that. So, I mean, thank you for the acknowledgement. But yeah, yeah, I you know, we're, we, we are all powerful and, and we're all just chains in the link. You know, I'm just a chain like you are and everyone else it's yeah, it's all this, it's all that. Um, so cool. Uh, are you okay if I channel now? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Well, I will tell you, I am like wearing out my energy quickly. I know, I know. (laughs) I'm feeling it, but I am feeling them as well (laughs) and their eagerness to come in. Archangel Michael speaking, and we are grateful of, of, of the opportunity to communicate with you all. Beautiful it is to be in such a divine space with all of you present at this very moment of time. And yes, we do mean the audience as well, for we are with all of you at this moment in time as well as you listen to the words that are spoken. And yes, there are many channeled messages that channel through this podcast during which it is being recorded, not not just at the moment in which we present ourselves consciously through Christopher. There are many opportunities that we bring forth much information to both Brooke and Christopher during this podcast. And for that, we say thank you. There is so much communication that is occurring on this realm at this moment in time, but it is a focus upon the density that cannot be 
very strong. We encourage you. We ask you all to focus more on the positivity of the love that is surrounding all of you at this moment in time. There are moments of love that are occurring that you are all witnessing frequently, we tell you. And we ask you to pay very close attention to these moments in time, for that is the moment in time that we are present in we are present in all situations, but we are present and want you to focus upon those moments so that that can begin to build even more so in this realm. It is the focus upon the density that is causing more density and more confusion, if you will. It is the focus upon the love and those that carry it much more frequently than others that we are asking you to all focus upon much more with much more frequency. And we are grateful for this focus. It is that focus that encourages and cultivates more love in this realm. And the light work, the prayers at which you all call upon for each other is, yes, so vitally important, so prevalent in the light, and so appreciated by the heavenly realm. And for that, we are grateful. We are going to communicate with you at this very moment in time a very deep understanding of the heavenly realm and that is we have encouraged you a great belief in that the creator god our father heavenly almighty and have spoken of him and to him through you much in this podcast but what we are going to bring to you now is a deeper level of understanding of heaven and earth And we say that God, the creator, has created heaven and earth because that is all that God has created, heaven and earth. We do not say that God created heaven, earth, and the lower vibrational realm below, as some of you think that he has, for he has not. The creator has only created heaven and earth. The heaven and earth and the lower vibrational realm that you all like to communicate about has only been commu- has only been communicated or created by you and not the god above our almighty father the creator of all we say at this moment in time that you created this location in your minds as a direct result of your ego and your attachment to it but this is due to the fact that you are in a realm that is ascending and not ascended to its fullest extent. So therefore, we understand why it has been cultivated in your minds. But we say now to you that you must and can relinquish this mindset. It is not an aspect of great truth. It is only an aspect of the creation of your own mind, not the creator's mind. And this is a very, very serious distinction that we would like to bring to you now. Heaven and earth are a matter of the creator's aspects. Your lower vibrational realm is is an aspect of your creation, not his. And for that, we are very grateful. We ask you to go in great peace with this acknowledgement and great truth that we have spoken here today. Knowing that we have indicated this is a very deep understanding, a depth at which we are hoping that you can all sit with and leverage as you move about this realm. When we say leverage, we mean this very peacefully leverage the understanding of knowing that you are part of a creation that you have all created but not your heavenly father that is a very deep understanding that we are asking you to sit with for some time and we will leave it at that 
and we are grateful for this information that has been brought forth to you. Go in great peace, my children, knowing that only heaven and earth exist within the heavenly realm, within all of you, if you so choose to see only that. And for that, we are very grateful. Go in great peace and love, my children. We are with you always. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, so that is what I've been saying. I was, I'm trying to flip through and find that writing of when they um, fire and ash, trash we made. They weren't saying trash they made, trash we made. Whoa. Must go away. We made this mess. So we made this mess by, <clears throat> you know, the whole story in the Bible where it's talking about you know, when Jesus said it's done, what did he die for? I know people think that sins are um, like doing bad, naughty things. It's actually not it from what they've told me. It's actually the feeling that goes along with it. It's the fear, the shame, and the guilt. Mm. By having this fear, shame, and guilt. So when religious people go, oh, Jesus died for me. And I'm like, yeah, but they don't actually understand why. They don't understand what that was, what that was metaphoric of. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, you don't have to feel these things. I've taken it. So you don't have to be fearful. You don't have to feel shame. You don't have to feel guilt. Those are the things that he did not want us to feel because it's those feelings right there that created the density. All the density that exists on this planet, humanity has made from the beginning of time. And I guess you can really say it's us because we have all been here from the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. And with every time we have done, you know, fear, shame, guilt, hatred towards another, we create more and more darkness here. We have done this. But the beauty is in the other aspect. And this is what we are trying to do now. We are trying to right that wrong of what we've created. And we are still creating, except for now we're creating more light. Mm -hmm. And now we're creating more love. So that is what we're creating now. So see, if we made that mess by throwing out fear, shame, guilt, hatred, if we did that, we can clean it up too. And that's what we're in the process of right now. That is what we are doing is we are cleaning up the mess that we've made. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, God did not create fear, shame, and guilt. That was the whole story that Jesus was trying to say that, you know, he died for your sins. What he's trying to say is, I did this so you don't have, don't, he doesn't want you to feel fear. He doesn't want you to feel shame. He doesn't want you to feel hatred or guilt. He said, I got that. Like, no matter what you do, you don't have to feel those things. <laughs> well, we created that density. Yes. And now it's, but in the same way that we created it is how we're uncreating it now or how we're creating something new now. Mm -hmm. Now we're, we're bringing in more light. We're bringing in more love. So we're going, we're going in reverse. We are cleaning it up. We are doing it. And that's why I say, like, I call on you all, all the time. The more of you on board, I'm telling you, I think we clean it up fast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think we're on a roll. And from the last message I got, we are progressing quickly. Mm -hmm. Yes. I agree so with that. Keep sending that light and love and keep, um, let's see. Yes. Isn't this fun? Hold on. Uh, know that you are doing great. Oh, where's that? Everything is progressing quickly and smoothly. Actually, ahead of schedule. Look, humans, we're ahead of schedule. <laughs> oh my gosh, we are doing amazing. Keep it up. Keep it up. 
And it's okay if you have those days. I'll be here holding the light for you. And I hope you're holding it for me on the days that I'm having a day. But we're doing this. Love, light, clean it up. Mm -hmm. Love it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for that summarization. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank yeah. you all guys for listening. You good? Yes. Awesome. I'm great. Uh, like I said, hang in there, guys. Keep riding that tide. And balance, balance, balance. Excellent. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you all. Love you all. Take care. Talk to you soon. See ya. Bye-bye.